Running the option on first down. Hagan has it. He has Rome. He's got one man to beat. Now he pitches to Flanagan, and he may take it all the way. Flanagan's in for the touchdown. The Kidley right from the logo. Got it. Oh, but Kidley right. Welcome into the DNVR Buffs podcast presented by the Colorado XOs. I'm Henry Chisholm, and the Buffs just played their uh, NCAA tournament soccer game, lost to South Alabama one zip. We're going to talk about that a little bit, and then we're going to get into the DraftKings pick of the week. Um, One more note before we get into this. Uh, So we got the number... Actually, no, I'm not sure that we did officially get the number on how many fans are going to be allowed at the spring game, Um, but those tickets were available at like 10 a.m. this morning. Uh, If you haven't gotten in there and signed up, you should go do that, Um, although I do think that they're probably running out. So so here's what's happening. So um, according to, I think Brian Howell and Adam Munster-Tiger both reported that there are going to be 1,000 tickets, 500 for... Um, like friends and family, and then 500 for everybody else. Um, and so then they they put the tickets up so you could like sign up starting at, I think, like 10 a.m. today. And what's going to happen is based on the exact number, um, and, and again, this is piecing together a couple of different things, but based on that number, they'll kind of just tell people you got them or you didn't. And I'm not sure if they've already started doing that. Uh, but yeah, so there's the update there kind of crazy to think that in a 50,000 capacity stadium Boulder County said that two or no 1,000 1,000 seats could be filled um and I'm sure that there maybe there's there's more to it um but it does make you think like so if we put people it's like one person and then 49 empty seats and then another person I mean it's it sounds very safe it just seems like you could still be very safe and have more people. Ah, I don't know. We'll we'll see how things go. Um, again, like for perspective, the Rockies, an- another fifty thousand capacity stadium, outdoor stadium. They've had forty percent capacity, so that's twenty thousand fans. So twenty to one, what they fit in Folsom, and maybe there's other reasons for that. I saw. I think that like the the seating is going to be on the east side of the stadium. Um, like across from the press box where you can see the flat irons and maybe they aren't doing seating all the way around again. I, I I don't know. It's a weird thing. I, I expected for it to be a low number. Like I didn't think that it was going to be like the Rockies number, but again, like you can't fit 2000 people in like that. It doesn't matter. Um, there's your spring game update, but yeah, so the rest of the week, uh, We'll be talking tomorrow 
with a couple of the football guys. Um, I think coordinators probably tomorrow. Um, and then Thursday, oh, Thursday will be like previewing the, the spring game. That's Friday morning, uh, Friday at 9 a.m. And then after the game Friday, there is spring showcase. Uh, we'll talk about everything we saw there. So yeah, there's your plan for the rest of the week and for the rest of spring camp, which is kind of crazy. Um, first though, before we talk a little bit about the soccer game, let's talk about the Colorado XOs, the presenting sponsor of this podcast. So, um, the Colorado XOs are a rugby team here in Glendale, Colorado. They train at the Rugby Town National Training Center, the same place that the U.S. national teams train. Um, it's a it's a cool thing that they've got going. They're trying to start this team, bring athletes from other sports, teach them how to play rugby, and get them onto the national team. So far, they're four and one. Um, and you can follow along on or with DMVR Rugby on Twitter, on like in your podcast feed. And then also at thedmvr.com. Okay, so the soccer game. And really, there isn't as much to say as I had anticipated. Um, Because the truth is, I I thought that they were going to win that game. Um, For those who didn't see, they lost one zip. Uh, It was probably, what, 10 minutes into the second half that uh, South Alabama scored their one goal of the game. It was, it was kind of like this long ball that was supposed to be a, a pass into the box. The girl who was running on the like the cutter to to knock that ball into the goal, she didn't make contact with it. the The run was just not synced up right. Um, but CU's goalie uh, was was playing the ball as if it was going to be headed in. And so when she didn't touch it, it just kind of like bounced past her. And at that point, it was too late. Um, a little bit of a, a, a fluky goal, um, you know, because, I mean, if, if that play had been executed perfectly, then in theory, Danny is in position to, to grab the shot. And it would have been an impressive save from a good goalkeeper. Um, so it is a tough break for sure. At the same time, South Alabama got a lot of chances. Um, more, more than I anticipated. Uh, I, we, I mentioned when we first learned about this matchup, you know, Colorado number 36 in RPI, um, which is basically the NCAA's computer metric that says what your rank is in the country. They base it off of like who you've beaten, who you've lost to, what the scores were, where you were playing, and then does that for every team. And it makes this kind of comprehensive power ranking almost of all the teams. Um, they were about a hundred spots ahead of South Alabama. Now at the same time, South Alabama, that's, that's not like a a bad team. You know, I'm pretty sure the Utah team that is, is a good soccer team. Um, they were like one sixteen. That was the team that Colorado had to beat to get into the tournament. Um, and, and so it's not like this was, a. Colorado should have won. And if you could have bet on this game, and trust me, you could not bet on this game, uh, doesn't matter where you check. And as loyal as I am to DraftKings, I checked I, I checked everywhere. There is no way to bet on that soccer game. But I, I do think that there was probably 2-1 to one odds or so that Colorado would win. Um, and they had some tough breaks. I'm pretty sure Hannah Schartz, a friend of the podcast, you guys know her as Hannah, um, she was uh, off the field, I think, when the goal was scored. She had a, a bit of a sprained ankle. Or maybe 
She might not have been, but it was right around there. The point is, though, South Alabama had some good chances. They did a good job getting crosses into the box, getting deep balls up into the box. And, you know, for the most part, Colorado was like, they, they it was one of those things where it's like, oh, there they are swooping in at the last second. You know, it gets down to the point. You know, I feel like a lot of soccer, especially when you're a team like South Alabama that pay, plays kind of, up pace, up tempo. Um, you wind up in these situations where it's like, okay, you've got four offensive players coming out of field and five defenders. Uh, oh, look at this great pass. It took two of the defenders out, also took the girl who passed it out. And now all of a sudden it's like a three on three. And then it's like, oh, there's a pass to take a defender. Out. And all of a sudden it's just like this numbers game. And eventually there's somebody left. And, and Colorado was like, okay, make a play. Make a play, and then eventually they would. They weren't like pressuring the ball that much, letting him kind of run it up. Um, and I, I, I don't think that that was a winning strategy. It almost looked like they thought, you know what, we're going to get our goal. We're we're going to be just fine scoring when push comes to shove. We can go get a goal against this team. But what we don't want to do is let them score. And, and I think they they played a little bit conservative. They didn't get out and run the same way that South Alabama did. Um, they just, just despite, I, I still think looking like the better team just didn't generate all that many good opportunities. You know, there, there was a play in the first half, just this weird play where, um, somebody lobbed a ball up into the box and the, the goalie for South Alabama, it looked like she just lost it in the sun. And I'm pretty sure the commentator said the same thing that looked like she lost it, but just kind of dropped right in front of the goal. And Tessa Barton was right there and she got her head on it, but just went over the top. And you see that and you're like, okay, again, you, you expect Colorado to get a few more chances, but when you have an opportunity like that in a tournament game and it slips by, it hurts. Uh, even though it is a fluky play and it would be hard to, just understand what's going on because you're just like, why isn't the goalie coming? Uh, and there were a few of those. And, and Tessa, for the most part, played very, very well. Um, I thought uh, whenever she was out there, she was productive. Um, she had the ball at her foot a lot. Um, there were some nice passes. Uh, just the patience. You know, you know, this season I didn't get to watch as much as – I did the the season before just because everything's kind of packed in right now with COVID there. You see the development there. And I think that's, that's true from a, a lot of players um, on this team. And, and there, there's plenty of reason to be excited about the future and all that. Um, but again, there's a couple of opportunities, um, a, a chance at a header late, you know, even with a minute left, there was a set piece and the ball went off the crossbar Um Another ball went off a crossbar, I think. I think it was like on a pass, though, now that I think of it. But yeah, they, they just didn't have quite the energy I think they needed. And again, I, I don't know where that comes from. I mean, it's got to be tough. They've won four straight, first of all, knowing that they probably need to, or sorry, they won three of those four and had to draw on the other. And that's what they needed to get into the tournament. And they probably knew that at the time. And then you have this week and a half layoff. It's tough. It's tough. Um, but I, I do think that they were capable of doing more. And I also, all the way up until the end, I did think that they were going to find a way to tie it. 
Um, because again, you see them out there and you're just like, okay, especially early on, there were some nice little passes where it seemed like they got some things going and got some good chances in those first five minutes. You're like, okay, they're, they're cruising. This is what you want to see. You know, them pulling in the net, the chances may not have been like perfect opportunities, but when you just look at how this game has unfolded to this point, you were happy with it from there though, it, it, it slowed down and everything did get kind of pushed into South Alabama's favor for, it felt like, I mean, honestly, maybe the, the rest of that first half, it, there were points, of course, where Colorado broke through and, and found a decent chance, um, but not enough, and not as many as I thought South Alabama was getting. Um, it, was a, it was a very competitive game. You know, I don't want to paint this as like South Alabama push all the way. No, it, it was a very competitive game, and it just happened to be that the one goal was that one. And, and on a weird play, on a weird play where, you know, I it, it's just, it's it, what do you want from the goalie there? You know, maybe, maybe she could have been more aggressive going at the ball. I don't think so because you would have just ran the girl over. It's, it's tough. It's a tough way to go out. Um, but impressive to make the tournament. That's back-to-back seasons. They've made the tournament um, a short off-season. That's nice. They'll they'll be playing in the fall again um, in 2021. I wonder if they're still going to call this the 2020 season. I think they they think they will. It's just kind of be kind of weird since they didn't play a game in 2020. Um, yeah, I guess I, I haven't mentioned Haley Adams had a a, a great um, tackle in the first half when South Alabama, somebody kind of got free. Again, it's one of those fast break type of things where, you know, it's like basketball too. It's three on two, draw the defender and pass it to one of the other guys, whoever's open. And he draws the defender and pass the other guy. And all of a sudden there's no defenders left. And it was kind of one of those situations where you have Haley kind of running with, um, after a a string of passes running with um, a forward. And honestly, I didn't even think she was running with her. She was a step or two behind, just a great play right at the penalty dot to be able to slide in front and knock that ball away. Cause that should have been a goal right there. And to be honest, I mean, there were, if, if the goal that went in, went in, you would think that there were probably three or four more that should have gone in instead, or more likely not that should have got in, gone in. Cause that's not how soccer works, but that you would expect to be more likely to go in than that one. Um, overall though, it was it was an evenly matched game, um, and I think that Colorado was capable of playing better. And if that was the case, then it wouldn't have been evenly matched, and maybe the score would have reflected that. Um, tough though, tough though. I think that that's about it, um, especially as a not. I'm I'm a fairly recent soccer fan. This hasn't been something that I've followed for a long time. And so like the the words for the things that I see, I don't always know. Um and if I knew more then I might have more to say. But I think that's going to do it. Uh excited for next season though. A lot of the team coming back. Um and it's going to be so nice. I'm I'm really excited. I've been thinking a lot about all the I mean, basically next year and just how nice it's going to be to have all the sports spread out, be able to focus on some things. Cause then in the fall, what do you have? It's re- it's really just obviously football leads the way. And then you've got soccer and volleyball going on. Um, basketball starts kind of late, probably after at least soccer gets done. And then you've got basketball going through. It's, I don't know. 
not everything all packed in. You can take things as they come instead of having, I think what Rick George said that there were uh, 15 of the 16 sports all going at the same time at one point, just crazy. Um, but it's so nice that this is going to be a short off season. Um, before we get into DraftKings pick of the week, this is going to be a, a short podcast today. Um, I want to talk about uh, first DMVR. So if you guys don't know what we do here, we, we make podcasts, which you've probably picked up on, um, about all of the, the Denver sports teams. And then there's written content at thedmvr.com. There's like videos. There's all sorts of stuff going on. Um, and if you want to become a member, you get access to the written content. You get a, a really big beer for the size of a small beer if you come to the DMVR bar. Um, access to other deals. Access to our members-only Discord. A whole bunch of things. Um, but you also, right now, if you get an annual membership, you get a free shirt from the DMVR locker. There's some cool buff stuff in there. And you get a free Recover Holistic Stick from Holistic Wellness. You may be wondering what that is. Well, the Recovery Stick, it's basically a CBD stick. You stir it around in your drink, and then you drink it, and then you're good. Uh, the point of it is that it like, helps you with recovery, whether it's athletic, activities, or whatever you're doing during the day. Um, there's other ones that you can get from Holistic Wellness uh, for like beauty or digestion or... I think sleep, there's a sleep one. Um, again, it, it's good stuff. You can check it out with us, or if you want to use the code DMVR30, you can get 30% off at holisticwellness.com. That's H-O-L-I-S-T-I-K wellness.com. And uh, yeah, again, that's, that's a great deal. You can also just get it as part of a membership with DMVR and check it out, and you'll get a coupon if you do that too. Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. Um, they have all sorts of great beers. What am I feeling? Oh, I feel like I, I just looked up and saw my Broncos Country Hoppy Pale Ale hat. So it's, it's a beanie. It's a really good one. Um, now, now I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking about the Broncos. I'm thinking about the draft. That's definitely the beer. Uh, it's a good one. It's um. So let's see. I'm not good at explaining beers. It's not like an IPA. It's, it's like halfway between like like your normal beer, just like when somebody says like, here's a beer, what you expect that to taste like, like not like a Coors Light or like Miller Light or one of those, um, but like the better version, like an Avalanche if you drink a lot of Breckenridge beers, but it's like halfway between that and like an IPA or something that is like a little bit heavier and darker. And to me, it's a nice mix because you feel like you're drinking like a, a real adult beer. Plus, I mean, there's a Broncos logo on the can, so that's pretty cool. Um, and it, it's it's just like that nice, healthy blend. Because to me, I'm not a huge fan of like the, the light beer stuff. Like you can drink it because you have to, especially like sports games. They charge you a whole bunch of money. I went to my first Rockies game a couple days ago and that's why that's on my mind but it's so expensive um the point is they're really good beers they're all really good beers they've got seltzers um a good company seltzers i had an apple pear one on the golf course it's it, it's a very good seltzer i still think peach is probably my favorite um in case you were wondering about that uh definitely check out all this stuff it really is good you can use the beer locator uh, on the Breckenridge Brewery website, it'll tell you exactly where to pick up whatever it is that you want to try. Um, there's definitely something near you. They're basically everywhere. Um, there are more places 
At least if you're in Colorado, they're in more places than they're not in. Also, uh, you're running out of time to get in on an incredible deal. So we have a new partner. It's Solace Meds, Solace Meds, Solace Meds. We're going Solace Meds. Um, we've partnered with a premier dispensary so that you guys can get some awesome smoking hot deals, including you can get 20% off um, if you use the code DMVR20. Um, Solace Meds, they're, they're really good um, at what they do. They uh, they've have locations in Fort Collins, Wheat Ridge, one off Broadway, one that's just a couple of blocks away um, from the DMVR bar on East Colfax. Uh, the, the cool thing that they're doing right now and the reason why you should really focus in is because they are giving away a trip to Jamaica. And the drawing is in, well, I don't even know what today is, I just realized. The 27th, three days on April 30th, they're going to be drawing a winner. Uh, it's a seven-night, all-inclusive trip. Um, you can you can sign up wherever it is that uh, is closest to you. There's also two locations in Oklahoma City. I'm not sure. I haven't checked the map to see if anybody listens to this from there. Um, but uh, if you go in, they'll give you all the details on how to enter. You can also visit solacemeds.com sweepstakes. That's S-O-L-A-C-E meds.com. Um, yeah, it, it's really good stuff. And that's a deal that you should definitely take advantage of. Oh, and like I said, uh, use the code DMVR20 to save 20% off your entire purchase. Um, and for that whole Jamaica thing, there's no purchase necessary. It's open to legal residents of Colorado, 21 and over and Oklahoma, 18 and over, uh, it ends April 30th. And the official rules can be found at solacemeds.com slash sweepstakes, uh, void where prohibited. This raffle ends April 30th, so make sure that you get in now. All right, uh, DraftKings pick of the week. So it's too bad that uh, we can't keep betting on Buff Soccer because that would have been a lot of fun. It's, it's weird to me that they didn't – no, they, 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 it's not that weird that they didn't have lines. It's just they have so many soccer leagues. You know, I wonder let's, – let's check this out. How many soccer leagues can we find on here? Um, the 92, it just says right there. They have 92, but women's college soccer is not in the top 92. Again, soccer's a big sport. I don't know all that much about it. I, I feel like if there were 120, we definitely would have been able to bet on that game. It's got to be somewhere in that range. Still kind of surprises me. But um, into the DraftKings pick of the week. Uh, we are going to find an awesome bet in here. Here's what I'm thinking. Um, right now, the line is set at six and a half for Penny Sewell. Um, so you can either bet on him to be in the top six picks or not in the top six picks. The Dolphins traded one of their offensive linemen today, and without getting into all the details, there's a big hole at left tackle. They drafted Tua Tagovailoa last year. Um, the quarterback and it would make a lot of sense if they want to take him at six. Um, there've been other people who've said the same thing today since all that came out. And on top of that, I don't even think he's going to be there at six because I think the Bengals are going to take him at five because they've got Joe Burrow coming back from a very serious knee injury. Um, and they have Jonah Williams on the left side. I, I still think that you want Penny stools an upgrade. 
and maybe you give him the right tackle job for a year and then switch him over. Um, but I do think that Penny Sewell, he's he's too good to not be going that high. Um, although it would be really nice if he fell to the Broncos. Um, that's gonna be that's gonna be your DraftKings pick of the week. Penny Sewell under six and a half picks, or under the six and a half pick. There we go. Um, and yeah, I'll be back tomorrow um, with a lot to talk about with Buffs football. And then on Thursday, we'll preview the spring game. That's going to be a lot of fun since I don't know how many of you are going to be able to get out there because of all the rules, um, but at least some of you will. So we're going to talk about what to watch for. And then on Friday, of course, we're going to talk about what happened in the spring game. Uh, it should be a pretty fun end of the week, and I will see you guys tomorrow.